It is indeed showtime. Boot to the face productions. It is indeed showtime, folks. Who the fuck is this asshole? Boot to the face. Chris Rucker. EJ motherfucking Reed. Chris Rucker. EJ Reed. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. I got a The cream, yeah. The cream of the crop. Don't mind if I do. Welcome to Boot to the Face, Chris Rucker, EJ Reed here on Twitch.tv, powered by FullPressCoverage.com. Go there for all your sporting wants and needs, where we are week two of NFL training camp. Football is in the air. The pads came on this week for America's team. Been seeing all kind of highlights of Rain Dakota and CeeDee Lamb and Michael Parsons. So I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun over at FullPressCoverage.com talking NFL football, baseball, and everything else. Not to mention all the fights in training camp. Oh, those, go, those boys going crazy out there in the heat. Yeah, I mean, it's not training camp. They're not fighting. Uh, shout out <laughs> to people enough. in the chat already. Apparently, I'm looking sunburnt. <laughs> That's true. I was at the beach this weekend, EJ, and it was a lot of fun. I, uh, I'm sure I'm going to talk about it on 80 Proof, but... Uh, I used to be one of those people that thought the beach was overrated, and I've kind of, I've kind of changed my tune on that after this weekend. What was so overrated about the beach in your just, prior life? You just fucking laying there, like you just go to the beach and sit there, like you're not doing anything. You get in the water, you get out of the water, you get in the water, yeah. Like what the fuck? Who cares? But I reached a level of relaxation this past weekend, uh, thanks to Lucy Marie's family that was so kind to invite me and let me tag along on their vacation um, out in Hilton Head, South Carolina, yo, yo, your home state. Hilton Head is always a nice visit. 
That's where all the rich people are at, man. Yeah. Very swanky. It was a lot of fun, though. It was a lot of fun. Um, the first day I was at the beach for probably an hour. I was like, I'm fucking over it. And I left. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second day I was out there fucking all day. Just, like you said, in the water, out of the water. Like, what else What else is there to do at the beach? But it was a good time, man. Went riding bikes around. Ate too much. Drank way too much. Just a good relaxation that I kind of needed uh, to tune me up for November when I head to Mexico. Mexico? Yeah. And jet setting, man. What part of Mexico are you going to? Going to Cancun, all inclusive, uh, adults only resort. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun. That'll be in November. So, you know, spoiler alert <laughs> I won't be on 80 proof or boots of the face for a week in November. I've never taken a full week off for work. You believe that shit? I'm 40 years old. I've never just taken a week straight from work and left. Man, you got bills and responsibility to take care of. Yeah, but I got a lot of vacation time too. But like even uh even on my honeymoon we went on a a like five day cruise, I think. But it just so happened it was lined up with like the uh portion of the plant that I worked at was shut down for a, a changeover. We were changing what kind of trains we were building. So they were like, Hey, you can go work in the paint shop or you can get paid three quarters of your check and go home for a month. And I was like, well, fuck, I'll go home. And it just so happens that was at the time of the wedding and the honeymoon and everything. But I've never just taken that much time off work. So I'm excited about that. Um, I think I only got like two days vacation left this year. So, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, that means you're living life, though, man, if you're taking that much vacation time. You got to, like, have a – and half the time it's not even, like, doing anything. It's just, like – taking a day off to just fucking recoup and relax especially my line of work it's like this time of year it's hot as fuck it's stressful as fuck and you're just constantly on the go but enough about all that uh what'd you do this weekend what did i do this weekend i didn't do a whole lot of anything this weekend besides watch a lot of wrestling well i didn't watch too much wrestling now that i think about it but i watched a lot of fight UFC going down this past weekend, and you had Earl Spence versus Terrence Crawford, so a lot of that, and and uh, alumni chapter of my frat, we had a meeting, so after the, the meeting, we usually chill and drink some bourbon, so my weekend was pretty chill. I, um, Jimmy, who's in the chat, banner with Barlow, uh, <laughs> the first night, it was me, Jimmy, uh, Lucy Marie's and her sister and their grandfather and who else was there? I think her aunt was there and her boyfriend. We're all just like hanging out at the little tiki hut. And Jimmy and myself are drinking these little fruity fucking <laughs> slushy <laughs> drinks and shit with cherries on top and a little umbrella. And her grandfather and her aunt's uh, boyfriend were both like, oh, we'll just have a scotch neat. And they're like, what kind of scotch? It's like, just give me a good one. Like they don't even pick, and they both just sit. And I'm like, what a couple fucking men. And I'm just sitting here like such a dainty little bitch, like with my <laughs> <laughs> with my fucking daiquiri. But I ain't give a shit. It was good, so it is what it is. Man, those daiquiris and those margaritas. I don't know if they don't put enough alcohol in them. I feel like I could just drink back to back to back and not really even feel anything. There was a place we went to yesterday that uh they had oh, i'm trying to think of the name froggy something or another 
but I got a mango something from them, and it had a disclaimer on the bottom of it. Like, these are not your average drinks. Like, they have more alcohol in them. That shit was so good. Like, I drank, I could only drink, like, so much of it. And I was just, I was down. Frosty Frog is the name of it. And it was just like, I got a medium. We rode the bicycles back, and after that, I was just fucking like, I'm good for a while. So I guess it depends on who you go to. Like, if they're known for their frozen drinks or whatever. But it's a good time. Good time. Can you get a DUI from riding your bike if you really, like, hurt somebody? <laughs> I, You know, I jokingly said that to Lucy Marie because she got a fucking ticket on her way down, man. I was like, you already got a speeding ticket. Don't get a fucking DUI, too. But I don't know. I don't know if you get a DUI. I mean, you don't have to have a driver's license to ride on a bike. Like, anybody can. Still, I think, technically a vehicle. Could you imagine, like me, I have a CDL. And I'm drunk riding a bike, and I get into an accident, and my CDL gets suspended because I get a DUI on a fucking bicycle with a little fucking with a little sissy ass horn on the front of it and a basket, <laughs> and that's that's how I get a fucking DUI. Beep beep. You couldn't tell anybody that. Somebody asked you. I was riding my monster truck down the street <laughs> with a bottle of Jack in my hand. Little do they know, it was fucking. Little Zach wouldn't get the fuck out of the way with his little tube on his way to the beach, and I couldn't stop. <laughs> but that's funny. But man, sounds like you had a blast there, though. Yeah, so I stayed an extra day. I was supposed to come back yesterday. Uh, decided to stay an extra day. I was just, you know, I was enjoying myself. And yesterday was the day that I was like at the beach all day. So had I not stayed an extra day, I probably wouldn't change my mind on the beach. But yeah. Didn't watch much wrestling this week. Uh, got caught up on Monday Night Raw today before I fell asleep into my nap. So, should be interesting to do our power rankings. Um, <laughs> I did fast forward a lot through uh, NXT Great American Bash. And I think I watched I watched a little bit of SmackDown as I was getting dressed Friday night in Savannah. We stayed in Savannah Friday night and then uh, went out. I watched a little bit of that. And then I watched Collision, like, in the background while I was doing something else. Uh Sunday morning so I watched wrestling but I didn't really watch it so should be a fun time doing something else on Sunday morning huh. that's what they call it nowadays <laughs> <laughs> I definitely wasn't watching wrestling while I was doing that <laughs> yeah I mean I'll tell you what though I, if I started doing that when Roman Reigns started to make his entrance I'd probably be done and like cleaned up by the time he got in the ring and actually started talking that motherfucker he's taking over for the Undertaker now that boy got a long ass entrance. Yeah, two commercial breaks in his fucking entrance the other day. <laughs> like, goddamn, Roman. Very grandioso, as they would say. But yeah, man, wrestling pretty much gearing up for the big shows. But sounds like you got to catch up on a lot of it. Yeah, I didn't watch any Impact. Um, I didn't watch Dynamite last week, I don't think. I did see that. MJF and Cole didn't win, and neither one of them turned. And they teased the turn for the longest time, and I was, I, I don't know, I, I kind of liked it and I didn't. I was like, they're just going to go off the air, nothing's going to happen, but I feel like that was a good thing. Like, they purposely kept teasing it like that and then went off the air. So, I was kind of digging that. Is MJF a babyface now? We don't fucking know, but I guess we'll figure it out. Can't tell if I lost you or not. What? Uh, how, did you uh, 
that, that yeah with that with that MJF and uh, Adam Cole. Uh, don't you think that was kind of good though that they kind of teased it instead of doing the obvious thing with having Adam Cole turn on him or vice versa? Yeah, that's what I that's what I was saying. I think I lost you on the uh, connection. I was saying it was it was annoying, but at the same time it was good. It was like like they're teasing it. Like they kept they kept doing the the time fashion like camera angles and one of them would turn their back on the other one and you kept thinking it was going to happen and it never did um banner with barlow in the chat says i love the combined intro with mjf and cole that's my favorite thing too honestly i think they should have won the fucking titles nah nah you can't have them win the titles especially with mjf already being the champion why not because man they already have a problem with building this tag team division back because at, at, when the guns had it, the division was kind of stagnant, man. So what are you going to do if you... I mean, you could do a quick turnaround and have them drop it at the next pay-per-view. It's FTR, though. Nobody gives a fuck about FT. Fuck the Revival. Hey, I see what you did there. They're the best tag team in the world. No, the fuck the they're not. Them and the Usos, depending on no. you know, what's your cup of tea. Usos are number one. They're like number three or four. Usos are inactive right now, actually. They're and they're still the best. <laughs> so by default, you got to give it to FTR. No, I don't, because they're like number three or four. I don't know. You like it is. I don't. It doesn't make sense for Adam Cole and MJF to have those belts. I mean, for what? Like, what, what purpose does it serve? Though? Sami Zayn and Seth Rollins are better than the fucking revival. Ah, now you just talking reckless. I mean, I I just. I, I'm like up and down with them. Like sometimes I think they're really they put on really good matches, but it's just there's nothing there for me. Like MJF said in that promo, like I'm sick of fucking Dax. Like I'm a good-hearted father. Blah, blah. Shut the fuck up, okay? Like nobody cares about what you're doing at home. This is about what's in the ring. I don't want to hear that shit. I got enough problems going on in my own life. I don't need to hear about what's going on in yours. Get out there and fucking grab an armbar. <laughs> Well, with FTR, they kind of had like the same effect as like the LA Knight effect for me before LA Knight became LA Knight. Because when they first got to AEW, they like they tried to do the WWE gimmick with the revival. They joined MJF for a little bit with his little group. But then, you know, they changed the music. I think the music was the thing that got them over with the little 80s music. Yeah. Top and then top guys out, and everybody started chanting for them. And so. You know, people start paying attention to you. you that focuses a little bit more on what you could do in the ring. And people just start to realize, man, these guys can fucking go in the ring, man. Well, since you compared them to him, L.A. Knight better hope nobody starts paying attention to him in the ring. What? He's he's fine. He is not good. I don't like him, but he. I just, I think that's why they're afraid to push him, honestly. Because eventually you're going to have to wrestle. I mean... Different time, but Hulk Hogan couldn't wrestle his way out of a paper bag. Yeah, look who he was wrestling against. Fucking Bastion Booger and the Earthquake. Like, them motherfuckers ain't wrestling right now. You got Seth Rollins. You got Roman Reigns. You know, we got motherfuckers that can go now. This ain't the Hulk Hogan air. Hulk Hogan wouldn't do shit right now. His fucking finish move was a leg drop. I don't think he's almost anything in the ring. He's He's fine. No, I mean, he's not, like, absolutely not good, but he's not good. <laughs> he's just, like, middle of the road. Like, his 
outside the ring stuff is way better. And they've had they've had people like that before, you know. And I think that's one of the reasons why they're reluctant on pushing them is just because, like, I can't see L.A. Knight in a 25-minute match with Roman Reigns in, at the end of a pay-per-view right now. I say L.A. Knight. I feel like Cody is not wrestling circles around L.A. Knight. Stop that. Don't do that. Hey, call it how I see it. <laughs> Cody's way better in the ring. Go look at WrestleMania. Cody main event night two at WrestleMania, and that match slapped. And Cody was in it. And it wasn't just Roman doing all the heavy lifting. Cody did his part, too. L.A. Knight couldn't do that. That was that was Roman. That was all Roman doing the heavy lifting. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let you do that to my boy Cody. <laughs> Even though me and Cody got a love hate relationship too, but I ain't gonna let you do that to my boy Cody. He's coming out now. He's listening. Clearly, he's listening. He ain't wearing the suit anymore. He's coming out in fucking fighting clothes now. Oh, don't worry. He'll be back in the suit on Monday after SummerSlam after he's victorious over Brock Lesnar. Spoiler alert on. Who I'm picking in that match? I gotta check to see if Lucy Marie's still in here. I gotta tell you something about why I'm drinking uh out of my Sting cup and I got a Sting T-shirt on, but I'll wait till she's not in the chat anymore. <laughs> I don't want to know now. You can't just leave us on the edge like that. <laughs> All right, I found another dead scorpion in my house today. Oh, I mean That's they're like bueno. they're literally like that big. Like I I barely saw it, and he was already That's dead. That's still. Pretty creepy though. Scorpions are poisonous, aren't they? They're venomous. I wouldn't say they're poisonous, but not here in Georgia. They're not, it's like a mosquito bite or a bee sting. Yeah, yeah. You can have all the scorpions you want. I don't want to see any in my house. <laughs> I mean, I don't like the fact that they're here either, but it ain't really bothering me. It's it's only the <laughs> second one I found in three four months. Wow. They're, they're always dead too when I find them, so it's fine. Yeah, that means you got good pesticide sprayer in your area then. Or it means the fucking mom is around here somewhere if the little ones keep coming up. Ooh. Hey, don't wish that upon yourself, man. Yeah, I might go sleep at her house tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'd rather... Have, I don't know. I'm not afraid of spiders. Also. I'd rather have scorpions than spiders. But Scor- I mean, scorpions are creepy, too. They can crawl the walls and shit. Like, But spiders, yeah. I... What I don't like is like you walk into a room and you walk into a fucking spider web. Like it's the creepiest fucking thing ever. Yeah, that is annoying. Then you don't know <laughs> you don't know where the spider is, you know? You're just like, is he in my mouth? Is he in my face? Then you turn into fucking Kung Fu Panda trying to get the spider web <laughs> off of you. You don't have arachnophobia, do you? Oh yeah, I'm terrified of spiders. Uh yeah. yeah spiders friend. are I can do snakes. I can do scorpions. Like I can do pretty much anything else. But spiders, no sir. Mm-mm. Whoa, you can do snakes. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid of snakes. I mean, it depends yeah, on what kind of be... it depends on what kind of snake it is, right? Like it's fucking king cobra. Like obviously, I'm getting my ass on the move if I see a king cobra. But I'm not terrified of snakes. Like whatever, he's going that way. I'm going this way. But a spider, the motherfuckers are disrespectful. They're creepy. Yeah, but if a snake is outside, that might startle me a little bit. But I'm saying, I was thinking more so household. If I saw a snake oh, yeah. in my house, yeah, that'd, I'd be freaked out. I probably wouldn't want to sleep here. <laughs> yeah, we went 
off a totally different loop <laughs> talking about household critters. <laughs> I mean, so when I first uh, when I first got this place, I came over and I was like cleaning and shit. And I was laying in the middle of the floor and I was looking up and Lucy Marie was here and I was like, what is that dot on the ceiling right there? Like I could barely see it. I was like, is that some kind of bug? And I shit you not. I was laying on the floor face up looking at the ceiling and the thing was right over the top of me. And as I said that, EJ, a, a spider just starts fucking repelling down the ceiling like Sting, like right at my face. Little assholes hey. are disrespectful, dog. Those Georgia bugs must be different. That sounds like something in a movie or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, for the most part, I just, I, I just don't like spiders. Um, I can deal with everything else. Like, we got a real big millipede problem in the area that I'm living in now to where, like, you'll go in the kitchen and there'll be just, like, ten of them. And then they uh. die quickly. And you just got to sweep them up. And it's annoying. And I've sprayed. I've got the uh, exterminator out here. And they're just like, there ain't really nothing you can do about it. You just got to wait till the season's over for them. Um, yeah, and those, those little those millipedes look creepy. They're like, ah, they give me like the willies. They make my skin crawl thing of them because they got those little tiny legs. And ah, uh, we got these, uh, roll, I don't even know what you call them. These like little roly poly things. Mm-hmm. And I'll see them like dead in the my front door my doorstep those are the millipedes they got like a little hard body to them like when oh. you step on them, they kind of crunch okay maybe that's how a dead millipede looks yeah They're like a little roly ball they do they they roll up and like i can't do my finger i guess but they roll up in like a little like a little spiral almost when they die well i'm well now i'm even mad, more mad that i see those because i thought it was just like a roly poly and I know they're millipedes. Yeah. My call exterminated tomorrow. <laughs> roly polies. What's the real name for a roly poly? I remember, I <laughs> I remember I those. No we used to play with those as kids. We'd catch them and like fucking ball them up in little balls, torturing the shit out of them. Kind of like uh, Lucy Marie and her family were like torturing all these fucking sea creatures like uh, sand dollars and starfish and shit like that. They kept picking them up and like throwing them further out into the water. It's like, leave the fucking things alone. Stingray. A stingray. Fucking swam right by us. And, you know, I'm the darkest one at the get-together, EJ. <laughs> so I'm like, cool. I'm going to go over here on the sand. And they're like, why? Let's chase it. Let's look at it. And I'm like, y'all ain't see what happened to my nigga Steve Irwin. Irwin. I was just about to say, got him. Right. Right in the heart. Yeah, you don't want to mess with no stingray. That's what they were doing. And then there was a couple shark sightings. A cocksuckers on the beach fishing the other day caught a shark. They had to clear the fucking beach out. Like, if you're going to fish, get on a fucking boat with your broke ass and go out there and fish instead of lining up on the on the fucking beach. Like, who does that? Wait. Uh, uh, I ain't even going to say. <laughs> but uh, somebody <laughs> just got... <laughs> Yeah, we'll leave it at that. But somebody <laughs> just got a, it was a shark attack recently I read about. Shark killed a guy. Was it a cocaine shark? I think it might have been one of those cocaine sharks. It was over the by South the, Carolina, wasn't it? I don't, I don't think so. The, the ocean is a very scary place, man. You don't want to mess with those creatures in there. It's like aliens are living in the ocean. Yeah, that's what I always say. Uh, octopus, that's, that's not from the earth. 
It's clearly an alien. And then some motherfucker caught one one day and decided, let's eat it. The fuck do you mean? What are you talking about? I ain't gonna cap. I, I've had octopus before. Not bad. But whoever the first one to eat it was a brave person. Yeah. Motherfucker squirting ink and shit. And you eating it. Um, <laughs> I will say this. You talked about the ocean being a scary place. And then we'll get to some wrestling. <laughs> How can I put this down? White people. White people love like doing things to the extreme. Like, and I'm not just talking about Lucy Marie's family. Just like. You you know you you're in the ocean right and the water's like nipple deep almost and it's like as far as I go honestly that's a little too far for me really like if I if I'm not waist deep only time I really go nipple deep is when I gotta pee so if you see me way out there when I get that's because I gotta pee right these motherfuckers are way out there to the point where the lifeguard had to tell one guy like yo get back in here like I'm not coming out there to fucking get you like get back in here and we had already had sharks in the fucking water out there and they're just fucking out there fucking dead man floating and backstroking and breaststroking and shit like get your narrow ass back over here where you can stand up it's the ocean no siree that can't be me and i know how to swim very well it's just the ocean is a different beast i've been hearing too many stories of riptides just carrying people away and you can be the best swimmer ever you can't swim against the riptide. I ain't worried about that. I'm worried about something fucking grabbing me and pulling me down to the abyss. Uh, I'm not so worried about a shark attack or anything, even though it can happen. You got to be cautious out there, but I don't mess with the the, the tide. can just carry you out. Like, just simple as that. <laughs> How can you be cautious, though? Like, you can't, especially if you're out there swimming, your head is above water. You can't see what's underneath you. I'm just walking, EJ, and I can feel fish, like, running into my legs and shit. Imagine how big the motherfuckers are, like, out there if you're in 12 feet deep water. You're, yeah. You're in Nate House. I'm not going out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not you're, going out there. Yeah. It's like when millipedes come in here, you're in my house now. I can kill you if I want. That's very true. I mean... People like to seek thrills like that, but that's not a thrill that I want to see going out that far in the ocean. No. I looked up at one moment, like, I was talking to Lucy Marie and her aunt, and I looked up, and they were, like, 40 yards from me. And they're like, come on! Come on! I'm like, come back! I'm not going out there. You go a little bit further than I do nowadays. You say you go nipple deep. I'm going waist deep now. Yeah, I mean, it, well, it was like uh, the little sandbars and shit were out there, so you, you'd be walking, and you go kind of nipple deep, and then before you know it, you're like back up knee high where the sandbars are. Um, anyway, enough, enough beach talk. Let's get into some wrestling, EJ. Um, you want to go ahead and knock the power rankings out? Because we do got to talk SummerSlam. Uh, if we can get to the women's wrestling, we will, which is kind of how wrestling is right now. Like, if we can get the women on the show, we will. If not, we'll fucking <laughs> go right by it. <laughs> that pretty much summed it up right there. So, power rankings. You want to kick it off this week since you don't have one? I got them. I just oh, you got them. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm going to make them up over the top of my head like normal. Ah, gotcha. My bad. Um, It's going to be very... It's gonna be very NXT up. heavy though, my power rankings. You you said you didn't even watch the whole show. Yeah, I did. No, I watched it. I just fast forwarded through a lot of it. I watched both women's matches in their entirety, and I loved them. And I watched the main event, 
And then everything else I kind of just sped through. Well, my number five, I got El Idolo Andrade. I don't know if you got to watch Collision, but he had a very fucking good match with your boy Buddy Matthews. He don't even match. He don't even wear that mask. What the fuck was the point of that match? That's what everybody was saying, but that mask is near and dear in his heart. Don't judge. You know what he could have did instead of a ladder match? I don't know. He could have fucking ran out there while they're doing an interview and just took it from uh, the little girl that holds it and ran away. Like, why you got to have a ladder match for it? Just go take it back. They took it from you. That makes too much sense for him just to go snatch it from Julia Hart. Are they now, like, unallowed to steal the mask back from him because he won the fucking ladder match? Nah, in the Mexican culture, you got to fight for the honor of the mask. That's why they did it. Well, I mean, the well, the white people in this storyline just took it. They didn't fight for the honor of it. Mirroring real life history. <laughs> Oof. Ooh. Wow. True. <laughs> um, my number five. I was going to put Andrade on there, but you didn't. I don't want to mirror yours. So my number five will be Jay Uso. Even though at the end of the day he got his ass whooped, he stood up to Roman, cut a good promo, beat my boy Grayson Waller, who I think WWE is just misusing like crazy right now. You talk about LA Knight being misused, I think Grayson Waller. But he's young. He's young as fuck. They got plenty of time. I'm not hitting the panic button on Grayson Waller right now, but I don't think he should be used as a sacrificial lamb for stuff like this but jay got a big win over him and then honestly like he whooped roman and solo's ass for a minute before they before the numbers finally fucking caught up with him but i thought it was another good showing from jay uh definitely looked like main event jay uso main evented smackdown again without roman and without fucking jimmy just on his own grayson waller's in the main event because he's with jay uso now Imagine that. It used to be Jay Uso's in the main event because he's with Roman. Now he's bringing motherfuckers up to the main event because it's him. So, Jay Uso's my number five. My number four, uh, she got the hometown victory at NXT. My girl Roxy, with her sister and her mom in the crowd. Hard fought victory over Blair Davenport, who I love. Um, really good, hard hitting match. A good feud they've had going on. I think the right person won. I wanted Davenport to win, but I I think Roxy getting the win was the right way to go in Texas. What do you what do you think about uh, the acting chops of her sister in the front row? Was she acting, or was she just like don't know what wrestling is? I don't know. Maybe both. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like, saying that she's about to laugh. I feel like her mom was doing the acting, but I feel like her sister was like legit worried about her. <laughs> like, if you watch her reaction, like, I think she was really worried that her sister was going to get hurt and, like, didn't know. But then again, if your sister's a wrestler, how could you not know, you know? But that's probably the biggest event that they have seen her wrestle in. And with all the crowd reaction and the physicality of the match, it probably, as, as a kid like that, it probably did get real for her. I mean, if you go back and look, look like she could have been either in peril or she's about to laugh but you can't really tell <laughs> yeah I don't know I'm just nitpicking but it was a fine match you know? like you said I want to see Blair Davenport rise up the rankings as far as the women goes so 
don't know. Maybe she'll get a title shot in the future, but she probably won't be taking it off of Tiffany Stratton, so it'd have to be a baby face in between there. But I think Blair Davenport should get a run with that NXT Women's title before she goes up to the main roster. It'll probably be Roxy that takes it, and then Blair Davenport will get her get back on her. I ain't mad at that. That was your number four? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My number four, I probably got recently biased with this pick, but I'm going to give it to Seth Rollins because he's got the momentum going into SummerSlam. He's got to win in the main event on Raw. I'm not going to put his partner on there, Sammy, because they're not a real tag team. So I'll just give it to Seth Rollins for my number four pick. My number three pick, a tag team you were hating on earlier, Fuck the revival. Forget the revival. Forget the revival. Whatever the FTR stands for. Fuck the revival. I got them at number three for that match between MJF and Adam Cole. We didn't talk about the actual match. That was a fine fucking match, man. It had me on the edge of my seat. There was a couple times I thought, hey, they might put the belts on Adam Cole and MJF. So give me FTR number three. I mean, you. I'm not going to lie and say that I don't think they're a good tag team. They are. MJF and Adam Cole are very good wrestlers also. So they would have had to sleepwalk through that match and not make it a good match. But you're right. I thought I thought MJF and Cole were going to win. I was really shocked when they didn't win. Uh, and I think the crowd was let down also. If you go back and watch, I don't think the crowd was happy with the fact that FTR won. Uh, they, they were definitely against FTR at the beginning, but they kind of... Won them over as the match continued. You can't always get what you want. My number three is your NXT North American champion, Dominic Mysterio. Mm. Big win in a triple threat match versus Ali and Wesley. I hate the fact that Wesley's the one that took the pin, but I understand it, why they did it that way. Um, obviously, he had help from Rhea, who, you know, doesn't defend her title. She just injures the people that want to face her um my number two is the nxt women's champion tiffany stratton who just basically beat the dog shit out of thea hell towards the end of the match to where your boy chase had to throw in the towel i like the fact they gave her some extra like that's some badass shit that she just that she did you know like She's the model, and she's the Barbie girl, and she's blonde, you know, does a little I'm pretty, I'm cute thing, but giving her a mean streak, I dig it. I mean, the match was fine. I can't get into Tiffany Stratton's promos yet for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know. I feel like the ghost of Mandy Rose's shadow is still looming over the division a little bit, but I mean... The, the girl's only, what, 24 years old? That moonsault's that, fucking phenomenal. Charlotte wishes she could do that moonsault. I mean, every time Charlotte does it, she's about to kill somebody doing it outside. I don't like it for some reason. I don't either. But I, I digress. I wish she would stop. I don't, I don't like Charlotte, but I really don't want to see her get hurt either doing that. And I feel like every time she goes up there, I fucking hold my breath. But uh, as far as Stratton goes... I think they, I think they got big plans when she goes up to the main roster. Who knows if it'll translate? Cause you no, know, not all the NXT girls translate well on the main roster, but she's definitely got a bright future ahead of her. And that was your number two pick. <laughs> yeah. 
You probably you got NXT on the background, don't you? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was laughing because you said she's got a bright future ahead of her, and I said I'm behind her. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So my number two pick was your number five pick. I tried to spread it out between the shows. I got main event Jay Uso, like you said, he main event the show, and he bought a younger talent up with him, Grayson Waller. Oh. I don't know if I agree with you. I know you're saying, you know, wait, you hold out, but you think Grayson Waller's been booked bad? No, I don't think he's been booked bad. I think he, I think this spot is not a Grayson Waller spot where he's just a sacrificial lamb to the main event show. I think him and Edge was a good thing, but I don't think he should be just like losing so much. I think. He's in a perfect spot, right? He, that's the second SmackDown he's main evented, and he's only been healthy what a month or so, right? Right. So, I mean, I, main I event so that's that's what I'm saying. I, I'm, I guess I need to be delicate with how I'm saying it, but I just don't think, I think there's plenty heels that they could have had be in that spot. To, but then again, I guess it's WWE saying we trust Grayson Waller to have a main event match. I just feel like he's losing too much already. Like eventually. If you just keep losing, nobody gives a fuck about the Grayson Waller effect. But if you, you get some wins here and there, but like you're not gonna beat Jay Uso, not when he's in the mode of like I'm going after the Tribal Chief. So they could have had anybody, and then you you know he's calling out the Rock and shit like that. Like you want to keep him strong. If that rumor of the Rock showing up at SummerSlam for him's even a thing, why would he do that when Grayson Waller never fucking wins? He can't even beat Edge. Edge's fifty years old. I mean, would you have liked the slower burn for him to beat lower level guys before going up to these main event caliber guys? Yeah, I feel like I feel like him versus mid level baby faces winning while he's talking shit to the main eventers would be a thing. And then the like and then Jay could beat him. But if he had a couple wins against like Rey Mysterio, uh Sheamus you know, guys like that, L.A. Knight, maybe. He get a couple wins under his belt. Then his, his shit talking has some oomph behind it. You know what I mean? But right now, he's like 0 for 3. Like, we don't give a fuck about what you did in NXT. Although, we watch NXT. People, the 3 million people that watch SmackDown every week, they don't really know about what he did in NXT. They just think he's a loud mouth that loses a lot. And I feel like you got to... I feel like Grayson Waller is one of those guys that needs 50-50 booking at the very least. Have him be uh, Austin Theory. Austin Theory's not a baby face, though. Go up. So, heel versus heel. Have him beat him 100%, no 50-50. Yeah. Have him beat him multiple times. Honestly, like, Grayson Waller is what WWE wants Austin Theory to be. Decent in the ring, great on the mic annoying as fuck to where people pay attention to him and he's not Austin Theory is just good in the ring and just blah on the microphone yeah well we'll see how they do Grace Wall in the future that brings me to my number one I got him that boy Carmelo Hayes put on the straight banger again dragging off man that was match was fire man that's also I can my say number that one. NXT, what's that? That's also my number one. 
NXT, man, they're in front of a live crowd. They've been in front of live crowds more recently now that the pandemic is over. But I feel like now they're basically fully back, man. I mean, I think definitely uh, it's better that the title wasn't on Braun Breaker. I think he sucked the life out of the main event scene because you didn't really get matches like this when Braun had the title in the main event. But both of those boys could go, Dragunov and Carmelo Hayes. And that made the NXT, you know, kind of feel like NXT of old. I don't know if you got a chance to watch the whole match, but, man, those boys put on a the show. They really did. Um, it was... Carmelo's just so much better than Braun Breaker. I know that's who we're comparing him to. I'm glad he didn't lose. I'm glad he's keeping the title. Everybody wants him to come to the main roster, but I think he's still got a, lot of time, a little time to cook in NXT before he comes to the main roster. Go ahead. Oh, I was, I was just saying that I, I liked it. I thought the match was really good. Uh, I think Carmelo's really good. I think him and Trick have a really good act. I hope they don't break them up. And I hope when they, if and when he comes to the main roster, I hope Trick is with him. Trick also getting really good in the ring, but yeah, Braun Baker couldn't do a match like that. So I mean, Braun's best match was probably against Dolph Ziggler. Maybe I don't even I can't even think of a Braun Breaker match off the top of my head. Yeah, uh, but as far as power rankings go, Carmelo was my number one also. Yeah, there we go. See, we're in sync as far as our number one picks. That's all that matters, though. All right, AJ, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk some AEW All-In. Maybe we'll get to some women's wrestling if we have time. And then, uh, if not, we will definitely get to the women's wrestling stuff that I want to talk about next week. Because uh, I do. Actually, you know what? I think wait until next week will be a good thing because SummerSlam is this weekend. And I would love to see what's going to happen. Because the biggest star in the fucking division is not even on the card this week. Um, and neither is the Raw Women's Champion. So, when we come back, we'll get into some AEW All-In. Uh, talk about their the fact that they got two world champions right now. And we'll predict the SummerSlam card. So, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Cooking a hot bus, fucking on your bitch, she thought that. Cooking up dope in the crock pot. We came from nothing to something, bro. I don't trust nobody, get the uh. I love the gang and they come for ya. My bitch is bad and bougie. Cooking up double dozy. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got 30s and 100 rounds too. So my bitch is bad and bougie. Cooking up double dozy. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got 30s and 100 rounds too. Will he well? Rackets on rackets, got backings on backings. I'm riding around in the coupe. I take your bitch right from you. Bitch, I'm a dog. Beat the whole walls loose. Then hop in the frog. I tell that bitch it can come for me. Swear all these hitters is under me. They hating the devil, keep jumping me. 
rolls on me, keep me company. Activated the moves, pull up and ghost. My diamonds are choker, holding the fire with no holster. Wreck the roller, diamonds cold. It's a rollie, not a mule. Dabbing on them like the usual. Magic with the brick through voodoo. Corsair with a bad bitch. Then I send a bitch an Uber. Young rich plus some bougie. Try to make my life a movie. Raindrops, drop top. Smoking on cooking a hot box. Fucking on your bitch, she a thot thot. Cooking up dope in the crock pot. We came from nothing to sun to bruh. I don't trust nobody, grip the uh. Call up the gang and they come for ya. Crime here, ever give you a Bad and bougie, whipping up dope with the Uzi. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got 30s and 100 rounds too. My bitch is bad and bougie, cooking up dope with the Uzi. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got 30s and 100 rounds too. Don't know nobody, on nobody. Always on the job, I got no hobby. Welcome back, Boot to the Face. Chris Rucker, EJ Reed here on Twitch Powered by fullpresscoverage.com again go there for all your sporting wants and needs check out our link tree the link is at the top if you want to copy it or you can google search it we have merch we got podcasts we got everything your little heart desires if you're listening on audio please go back and leave us a rating on apple Podcasts. that definitely helps us out with the algorithms and such um but yeah that's all i got for the plugs EJ, let's talk some AEW All In. I mean, was there really talk about? <laughs> well, they're up to seventy-seven thousand tickets sold, so that's a thing. Um, I was thinking about this the other day. How cool would it be if you were in the crowd, right? You bought tickets to a show. You have no idea what the card is. And it's the biggest card in the history of a company. And you're sitting there. You don't know what match is coming up next. You don't even know what the match is. And say like. Kenny Omega comes out first. You have no idea who he's facing. So you're just waiting on the music to hit. And then the music hits. You're like oh fuck. Omega's fighting such and such. I don't know. I feel like they've sold this many tickets. Don't announce the card. Let the motherfuckers find out when we get there. I mean, you're a month out from the card and you don't have any matches announced. So, yeah, why not? <laughs> right. Just throw a blind show on and see what happens. People have already bought their tickets. Yeah. It's not like they're going to storm out of the arena or the stadium once you once they get there. So I mean, One of the coolest uh, things that happened that I've seen in person was in Texas for WrestleMania. Seth Rollins is out there. And everybody's reading the internet. Like, you kind of know it's going to be Cody, but you also don't know it's going to be Cody, right? So when his music hits, you're like, oh, fuck, he's fighting Cody. Like, Cody's back. If they did that all night long, Tony Storm comes out. I'm about to defend the title. You don't know who she's defending the title against. Mercedes Monet's music hits. Jade Cargill's music hits, right? For the women's division. Omega's out there. You don't know who he's going to fight. Will Ospreay. We've seen them fight each other, but you didn't know you were going to get Will Ospreay versus Omega. You know it's going to be a banger, right? Chris Jericho's out there. Sting's music hits. Hey, I'm going to say take my money, but you already got it. I mean, if they did that, man, 
that would be like a memorable thing that I mean, you could put on a good show. Like, it's been plenty of good shows out there in the history mm-hmm. of wrestling, but you put on something unique like that, people remember that for decades and decades and decades to come. I mean, and like you're talking about what the feeling would be like in the stadium, but like imagine we're we're home watching that shit, like, and we don't know the card. And if they go through with this and they do it like this, and I'm like begging the dirt sheets. Please don't try to spoil the card. Like, let us have some fucking fun, man. And if you, if they do spoil the card, please don't be one of those cocksuckers that retweets it. Just so you can, like... Like, why... I don't understand spoilers, DJ. Why do you want to... Why do you have to know what's going to happen? Why can't you just be surprised when it happens? Isn't that the whole basis of wrestling is the surprises in the events? Imagine going into the Avengers knowing that Thanos is going to win the first movie. Yeah. I mean, might as well not even go. The whole fucking two hours and 57 minutes you sit there and this motherfucker snaps his finger at the end and you're like, SRS already told me that was going to happen. Dave Meltzer already fucking told me. You know? Like, come on. I think... People have a hard on for being the first to break stories, but I don't get why. Are you getting paid for this? Like, I don't understand the logic behind it. Now, I get, like I I mentioned SRS and Meltzer and, like, Wade Keller, who I was on Wade Keller's show uh, a couple weeks ago when I went to Raw. Y'all can go back and check that out. It's a Raw reaction show. Um, I get them because they do get paid for it. But, like, SRS, like, I appreciate the fact that his is behind the paywall. So, like, you can't see it if you don't subscribe, right? But then there's people that pay for it, and then they turn around and tweet it and, like, credit him for it. But it's like, you're not doing any actual work. Like, you're literally just copying and pasting what he did. And now you've ruined fucking the SummerSlam main event for me or All In or WrestleMania or Royal Rumble, you know? Like, and I try to block those people. I really do. If you tweet spoilers out like i try to block like devin in our discord is always like trying to do spoilers i'm like yo knock that shit off well i haven't even noticed that i must have skipped over it but yeah i mean i I don't like spoilers either but they always come across my feed and i'm like man then they pop up like like roaches if you block one another one's gonna pop up so it's nothing you can really do about it i don't i don't like it it just takes the fun out of actually watching the event. And speaking of that, did you see one of the spoilers of one of the matches already came out like last week. Hopefully, it's not true. I don't know if you saw it. I hope it's not true. Uh, Jericho versus Osprey. I have no idea about that. Um, so I'm hoping that it's not either. But I'm gonna try to stay away from all that kind of shit. Honestly, as we're sitting here talking about it, I hope they I hope they don't announce the card. I hope it's just all in. Like, that would that would really be fucking cool. You've already sold the tickets. You got 80,000 people coming to that stadium. You're We're going to buy the pay-per-view because we're all going to want to see what it's like to see AEW on a stage like that. Not, not 10,000, not 15,000, not even 20,000. 80,000 fucking people. We're all going to want to watch that. The event is sold already. 
I feel like that would be fun. Like, I can see myself now, like, getting sauced up, getting ready to sit down. Like, what the fuck is about to happen? And the whole night, you have no idea. You don't know what the main event is. You don't know what matches next. You don't know who's fighting who. You just fucking sit your ass down and let them give you what they give you. That's many numbers right there. They're up at 80,000 already? They're at 77,000. There's about 4,000 seats left. They just oh, opened up more shit. They're, they're at 77,000 sold tickets. Phenomenal. That's amazing, man. Not yeah, one goddamn match everybody. announced. <laughs> just surprise everybody. Because I was just going to complain to you about they hadn't even built the card up yet and we're a month away, but what you just proposed, I guess that would be even better since they're not even promoting the event and it's a month away. I mean, they don't need to. They can start building towards All Out. Yeah, but... Also, you got to think, though, they do want to sell pay-per-views, so that's not that smart. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, I want to watch it just to see what AEW is going to look like on that stage. I'm literally going to watch that pay-per-view just to see AEW with 80,000 people there. Never never seen it before. We see WrestleMania. We see uh, SummerSlam's always in the stadium. You know, you got the fucking Saudi Arabia shows. You got the shows in... India, you got the shows in Scotland, right? WWE does this shit all the time. I want to see AEW with 60, 70,000 people in there. I don't need to know the card. I'm trying to see what it's going to be like to see 80,000 AEW fans in the crowd. That right there gets my buy. I mean, I might not buy it. I might watch it other ways, but <laughs> you understand what I'm saying, though, right? Like, yeah. That right there gets me in the building. That right there gets me watching that shit live. I want to see the first opening shot of AEW at fucking Wembley Stadium. First time since 1992. I don't need a card for that. Hey, how do you feel about them asking fans to pay for pay-per-views two weekends in a row? If they can afford it, it sucks. I don't, I'm not in love with it, but it's not like it happens all the time. This is a once a year thing. AW only has four or five pay per views a year, so it is what it is. That's rough though, man. Two weekends in a row having to pay for pay per view. I'm more upset. It's two weekends in a row. I gotta fucking stay up late because you know it's gonna be five hour shows. That's true, especially for that all in. Because you know I don't mind all out because that's on Labor Day weekend. I'm gonna go to work the next day anyway. But all in, that's gonna be rough staying up. Oh. That's the UK, so they'll be probably starting that at 2 o'clock. So maybe it's some um, uh, method behind their madness. It'd be great if it was on Saturday. They don't do that anymore. Pussies. Because they got a collision. They can't do it with a collision show. <laughs> collision going up against SummerSlam this weekend. Good luck with that. Uh, those numbers are going to be abysmal. But, I mean. Maybe they'll have a special start time. Like They'll have a UK start time on Saturday. I mean, it did it all the time for Rampage. Why not do it for Collision 2? Who cares? AEW's got two world champions now, EJ. How you feel about it? I felt weird about it. I saw you tweeted something, but I didn't get to read the whole tweet. What were your thoughts on it? I feel like that's a promo CM Punk should have cut 
his first night back. I don't think that's a promo you cut after Ricky Starks beat you two weeks ago in the Owen Hart finale, and then you lose to Ricky Starks in a tag team match last week. I don't think you can be like, okay, well, now that I've lost two matches in a row, I just want y'all to know I'm still the world champion. Nobody's beat me. Well, Ricky Starks just beat you twice. I feel like that's a promo you cut when you come back. Yeah, that don't, that don't make sense now that you actually lost to Ricky Starks. He beat you once in a tag team, but he beat you one-on-one in that Owen Cup tournament. But, I mean, to play devil's advocate, you could say you don't put the title on the line in a tournament. But, yeah, that's he's still such an odd placement for his promo. Go ahead. I'm just saying he's still beating. Like, you can't say nobody's beat me for this. I mean, I guess you could say for this, which is the title. But you have been beaten. You've been pinned. One, two, three. Somebody's put your shoulders on the mat. You're not the world champion. And also, it, it comes off very fucking whiny. Like, nobody told you to get hurt again. You've won the title two times. You get hurt every fucking time you win it. That's your fault. You can't come back and be like, I'm still the champ. No, the fuck you're not. People vacate titles all the time when they get injured. Shawn Michaels lost his fucking smile and vacated the title. CM Punk's better than Shawn Michaels? Yeah, I mean, he thinks he is. It Roman, was just... Roman Reigns, he had cancer, had to vacate the title. CM Punk better than Roman Reigns? Hmm, he, in his head, he is. Thunder Rosa got injured. She vacated the title. When she comes back, she ain't going to still say, I'm still the world champ. Nobody's beat me. You got fucking hurt. You ain't going to spray paint an X on the title. So you're going to come back and decree yourself as the real world champion and then deface the fucking title like you're Hulk Hogan. Hey, that's CM Punk logic. Uh, it was such an odd placement for that promo. Like you said, he didn't do it right when he came back. Which is what else? What else is baffling though is you had MJF in the main event. How come MJF didn't come out? Like I'm the fucking world champion. No, you're not. CM Punk. MJF probably feels the same way I do about it. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) That's that's pretty much it. I'm not paying attention to you. I'm trying to win the tag titles with my boy Adam Cole. I ain't got time for that shit. You are not the world champion. You can spray paint all the replica titles you want. I got the real world title. That's probably how MJF feels about it. That's so weird that you had MJF on the show and he had nothing to say about it. You parading uh, this fake world title around? Because MJF don't give a fuck. He don't mean anything to MJF. Elephants don't swat at flies, EJ. I mean, Punk already beat MJF, though. So. It was a dog collar match. It didn't even count. I think they're, I think they're one and one, so you got to do the... The rubber match sometime. MJF is the world champion. Not according to uh, CM Punk. Where where do you think they're going with this, though? You think they're actually going to have a separate championship on collision? They're going to a ladder match at Wembley Stadium with both titles up in the air. (laughs) You think they were able to do a hard pivot like that? Why not? Because you got Cole and MJF. They're probably going to be going at it. At Adam Cole will fucking cheat for him and help MJF win. For what? Keep the storyline going. I, I'm way more interested in Adam Cole and MJF's friendship than I am CM Punk carrying around another fucking title saying he's the world champion. Ah. 
I'm just curious because I don't know where they're going with this story. And I was I was so intrigued by them having back to back pay per views on how they're gonna set this up. <laughs> Cause I know it's gonna be a jumble mess. But for some reason I'm here for it. <laughs> Cause like do you do MJF and Adam Cole and then do MJF and CM Punk the next week? It's gonna be in Chicago. We all know Punk's not gonna get booed in Chicago. He got booed. In, he got booed in Chicago when MJF came back when he got hurt during Brawl Out. They were chanting for MJF. They didn't give a fuck about CM Punk. He wasn't getting booed though, was he? They, they were. They were MJF over him. I don't know. I don't know. He's been getting mixed reactions. He's been kind of leaning on the heel. He's been teasing heel. And Ricky Starks is full blown heel at this point. <laughs> I like that he was. He was, he was getting into his like little entrance in the ring. He's, he's <laughs> mock, making fun of CM Punk. Badass yellow boy. I like that shit. Um, I like that he came out and was like, all right, everybody. <laughs> act like you didn't see me. I'm going to go back and have them hit my music. Y'all act like this is the first time. And fucking Nigel's like, oh, my God, it's Ricky Starks. <laughs> that was funny. I died. I'm liking Ricky Starks as a heel. He doesn't need to be a face. He's too fucking brash and like his personality in wrestling is a really good heel. And I like the fact that he's like throwing shots at CM Punk. Fucking beat him. Oh, Ricky Starks takes the title from him. And, and then what? They, they need to unify him sooner or later. ASAP. How about all the people online being like, notice how CM Punk put his X over the E? In all elite wrestling, he's still beefing with the Young Bucks. All right. Y'all reaching like Stretch Armstrong now. Or, it just so happens that if you put a big X on something, it goes through the fucking middle of it. <laughs> they, they reaching farther than Yao Ming for that one. Not Yao Ming. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, they said he was throwing some shots at somebody, but they didn't know who. What was he saying in that promo? Who, Ricky Starks? No, 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 CM Punk. Oh. He, he was talking about oh somebody not coming to work. He's at work or something like that. Yeah. I don't too much listen to him when he talks anymore. Um, but um, all jokes aside, if they're going to have two world titles, then you can't have MJF on the same show. You have to literally, if you want to have two world titles and you're going to have CM Punk defending his world title because he's a real world champion, you have to have separate rosters. I mean, Roman was showing up to Raw all the time when Brock was champion. But they were feuding for both titles. I can't even remember that far back. Roman Roman didn't start showing up to Raw until he was the undisputed Universal Champion. When he had both titles, he started showing up to Raw because he was champion of both brands. The Usos were champions of both brands, so he was show, they were showing up on Raw and SmackDown. Um, but I mean, regardless, like it's it's not WWE. You you can't you can't have a guy claiming he's the world champion and then have the world champion on the same fucking show. If you're gonna have two titles, I think you need to have exclusive. Rosters. 
They say they don't want a hard roster split, but I get what you're saying because you're blurring the line. Like, why is this champion on the same show as this champion? Right. And it's supposed to be equal world champion. Like, imagine, be- make sense. imagine being a fan of wrestling and you've never seen AEW, so you tune in on Saturday night and you see MJF come out with the world title and then you see CM Punk come out with the same fucking title. I'd be confused. Right. You're like, are they are they tag champions? Is that why they got the same belt? Like, what the fuck? Man, they look exactly the same. Uh, I guess MJF's got the Burberry straps, but they basically look the same. But you could say that for the Universal and the WWE title back when they were separate. The same belt. It's different color. But they had a different name know. also. Like, the Universal title literally said Universal Champion. The World title literally said WWE World Heavyweight Champion. They were different colors. These are the same fucking belts. AEW World Heavyweight Champion. I mean, I don't think... That's why I don't think it's going to last. Because, like you said, it's the same belt. It's not like he just created a new title. Uh, AEW... I don't even know what you would call it. AEW Heavyweight Champion. I don't know. I put an X on it because it means I'm straight edge. Shut the fuck See, up. He was, <laughs> he was leaning into being a heel again. I kind of like it. I just don't like the guy. Go full blown heel. What I mean, that's like, what I want too. Like, I I want him to lean into the fact that he's an asshole and just be a heel. But I also, like, don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> like. I, I like what you're doing, but I still don't like you. Yeah, I get what you're saying. There's a lot of people on TV that are like that. I just can't think of it on the top of my head. But uh, what was I saying? Yeah, going back to you saying that you hope they don't announce anything as far as All In goes. What if you get to All In, they don't announce any uh, events on the card, and then you get CM Punk out there, and then... Out of nowhere, Kenny Omega comes out. That's phenomenal. Matt Jackson, <laughs> hit his fucking music. You know? Like, anybody that's had beef with punk in real life, have them come out and, and do it there. I think that'd be great. I really do. I really fucking do. The more we sit here talking about it, the more I don't want them to announce the fucking card. I think the surprise element would be great, but you you kind of got to build up to that just so you could get as many pay-per-view buys as you can. Guess what? You should have been there. That's your sure. fault for not buying it. We told you, you know, come out, have Tony Khan say, look, I'm not going to tell you what the card is. This is going to be the biggest fucking event in the history of AEW. Be there, be square. If you miss it, you miss it. But it's gonna be eighty thousand motherfuckers drinking Guinness that are gonna be there. They drink Guinness in the UK. What do they drink over there? I don't know, Johnny Walker. I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be serving a lot of pints over in the UK. It's gonna be eighty thousand of these motherfuckers over there watching. You can't go. Okay. Best thing you can do is watch it on TV. Put your fifty I'm bucks down. Put your 50 bucks down. Let's see what happens. But I'm not going to tell you the fucking card. But I tell you what. It's going to be the biggest fucking card we ever did. You're going to wish 
you were watching this shit live if you don't watch it live and if you see what happened on Twitter you're gonna wish you got the fucking feeling of sitting there waiting on the entrance music to hit like the fucking Royal Rumble you, you were at the Royal Rumble EJ how fun is that when you don't know who's coming out next hey it's always that you know the element of surprise that gets the fan that gets the biggest pop but I think we're giving Tony Khan too much credit. I think he's going to start announcing matches this week. <laughs> Watch. I mean, I wouldn't say we're giving him too much credit. It's just it's just a, an idea, right? But I don't know. You, you've gone this long. Like, why not? Why not just not announce the fucking card? And why not let people be shocked? Imagine somebody that doesn't work for WWE. Or w, I'm sorry, AEW. Um... Mercedes Monet, for example, you're sitting there. They do the, the, the UK national anthem. The car gets ready to start, and her music hits. That's the first music you hear. Is her music hit, and she's in ring gear. And the next music you hear is fucking Tony Storm and Chris Statlander. They're about to defend the fucking title against her. You had no idea that this was about to happen. Title change, first match. You in for you in for a fucking ride the rest of the night. <laughs> you were in for a ride the rest of the night. That right there is worth the price. Hey, I'm sold. You don't even have to speak any more words. But Good. I don't think I, they gotta have at least one surprise match. I don't think they're gonna have any. I think they're gonna start rolling it out this week. But Tony Khan, you need to think outside of the box. Why not? It's already sold. Be That's different. The factor. Yeah. The tickets are already sold. Exactly. And they're doing a, a a combo package on fight. Is it fight that they're with a bleacher report? I can't remember. But they're doing a combo package. If you buy one, you get the other one at a discount. If you buy both of them. Oh really? Yeah. You you buy both pay per views, you get a discount. I'm pretty sure that's what I was hearing on uh, Wade Keller. Why not? Yeah. If you're smart, why won't you just get all in if you plan on watching all out? Yeah. If it's buy one, get one half off, why not just you get them both? Two weekends of wrestling. It ain't like you're getting laid your neck beard. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, hey, don't shit on neckbeards games. Neckbeards ain't getting no pussy. Might have their little virtual, the virtual girlfriend. AI? The, the new AI yeah. girlfriends? Nah, they got, the, they got the little robots you can plug up into the computer. My girlfriend looks just like Soraya. <laughs> Does she? Yeah. Are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I can't wait, though. Now you got me jacked up for it, and it's four weeks away. Yeah, but they're going to fuck it up when Tony Khan starts announcing the card, and it's like the Young Bucks versus Gun Club. And <laughs> oh, I like Gun Club, what they're doing with Bullet Club Gold, but hold your horses in there. Yeah. I'm starting to come around on Juice, man. I, I don't like him, but he ain't annoying me as much as he used to. Like, something about him right now. He's a, a good, like, sidekick. I don't want to see him main event in any cars anytime soon by himself, but he's okay. I like they had the Jay White cardboard cutout because he wasn't there. <laughs> that, that made me laugh. And him pointing like a pointing <laughs> with a little shitty grin on. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. 
I'm a Bullet Club Gold guy. I think the Bullet Club itself is dead, but Bullet Club Gold, I'm with it. I like Chris Bay and uh, Ace Austin and Impact. I think the other branches of the Bullet Club are better than the actual Bullet Club right now. The basically the American version is uh, pretty much hitting on all cylinders right now. Um, as far as uh, the Bullet Club goes, I don't know. Was I mistaken? Like, were Ass Boys getting chairs at the end of their match? Yeah, people like them. They're in the Bullet Club. They're cool kids. Bang Bang Gang. I don't know. I don't think that's good for them being on collision, though. Because they, they, they wouldn't get that same spot or shine if they were on Dynamite. It's the Buck Show. So. Yeah. EJ's getting late early, as they say. Let's uh, let's go ahead and get the SummerSlam card predicted. Um, you have the card pulled up? Yeah, I got it. Courtesy of Bleacher Report, July 31st was the latest uh, iteration of this. So, eight matches so far, I believe. Um, we got the SummerSlam Battle Royal. We don't know who's in it, but we do know one person who's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is it going to be on the pre-show? Do they even still do pre-shows in WWE? Yeah. Um, they just have one on NXT. I don't know if they do it on main roster, but NXT, Dragon Lee was on the pre-show. Uh, Bleach Report says no superstars officially announced for this late addition to the card except for LA Knight. Uh, but guys like AJ Styles, Karrion Cross, Sheamus, Dominic Mysterio, and others will probably be in it. Um, honestly, they did this just to get LA Knight a win. So that's who you picking? Yeah. Um, I'll pick the field. I, keep... <laughs> I just think they should keep making LA Knight lose in a big spot just to keep messing with the fans. The more he loses, the more they want him to win. Yeah, just keep making him lose. I mean, it's a battle royal. I mean, you don't have to get pinned or anything. So, I'm picking the field. Let me think. Look, what heels are hot right now? Give me uh, who's a heel on Raw? Is Damian? What's Damian Priest doing? Give me Damian Priest. He ain't gonna be in it. He's some money in the bank. Yeah, that is true. Imagine if he won the fucking SummerSlam Battle Royal and cashed in at the end of the night. What a fucking night for that guy. Maybe happening. Might be foreshadowing a little bit. Uh, give me Dom to win it. I don't know. I just picked the field. Logan Paul versus Ricochet. Oof. Ah, man. I'm conflicted on this one because... Logan Paul's been losing a lot lately. Mm. I don't know if you can have him lose again. First sentence in Bleacher Report's prediction. Uh, Logan Paul's lost his last four matches. Uh, I'm picking Logan Paul. <laughs> Did you see Rod? He, he, was like, he was talking about Samantha Irvin. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's why I'm picking Ricochet. You can't go talking about that man woman like that. And then knock him out in front of her. And then have her fucking... And the winner... If he does win, I hope she's like winner of the match, Logan Paul. <laughs> Just a deadpan face, like yeah. <laughs> Samantha the goat. I'm, I, I, Samantha I Irvin's know. dope. 
Whatever happened to JoJo? They remind me of each other. Nah, she's way better than JoJo. I wouldn't mind her doing what JoJo used to do with her little raw photos, though. I mean, I know it's people are like, "Why are you guys gonna talk about what the women look like?" I don't know, cause I like women. Uh, I must have missed that. She had raw photos. JoJo would always like post pictures of her before Monday Night Raw, like her outfit and shit. Mm. It, it was something to see. Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. I'm. I will say this. I really like their little uh, video packages they had this week. Hey, I'm not mad at it. Get them out of actually having to do live promos and get them behind the camera. I feel like that should be utilized even more. Um, it's an MMA rules match or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, that's what it said. I don't even know what that is. Like, what does that mean? Uh, let them fight. <laughs> wouldn't that wouldn't be cool if they just let them fight for real? Like, y'all go ahead. Do your thing. They put a fucking cage up around them. Got Herb Dean to come in and let them fucking fight. That would be an interesting concept. Wouldn't really make any sense, but like, yeah, I mean, let them have a shoot fight. <laughs> ah. I feel like they may be trying to swerve us. Everybody's saying Ronda Rousey's on her way out. What if she wins? <laughs> Literally, Rousey was reportedly on her way out of WWE and putting Shayna Baszler over feels like the perfect way to depart. I'm picking Ronda. I'm I'm with you. I want to pick Ronda, but, you know, just to make it interesting, I'll pick Shayna. Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. Oof. Ha. Good promo ah, by Brock last night. You said Brock Lesnar? No, I'm saying it was good promo by Brock last night or Monday night, whenever it was. What's today? Tuesday? Yeah. I'm I'm on I'm still on vacation time. I don't know what day it is. Uh good promo by Brock. Like I'm an NCAA champion. I've won a WWE title. I'm an MMA champion. Like I get paid to beat people's ass and Cody's gonna get paid to get his ass beat. <laughs> I love that. I don't know why. I was just like that was fucking dope. And then he beat Cody's ass. Cody's winning on Sunday, Saturday. Yeah, give me Cody. I mean, they've been doing a brilliant job, even though we knew this match was coming when they first started feuding. We knew it was probably going to be a trilogy, but this was a way to transition Cody throughout the year, having feud with Brock the whole summer, the end of spring and through the whole summer. And the crowd's still out there. Chair for Cody's probably the most over person on the roster. So kudos to WWE, the way they've been rolling Cody out. I got Cody Rhodes too. Uh, you got Drew McIntyre going for the Intercontinental Championship versus the Ring Hanawal Gunter, who's nearing the Honky Tonk Man's record as the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. Who you got? I got Gunther, man. You know, I'm I'm an Imperial guy. What do you think about my boy Ludwig Kaiser? Finally got a win. Ooh, they are not fucking, like, doing Matt Riddle any kind of favors, are they? Man, you, I was just about to bring that up. Are they punishing him, Matt Riddle for his last suspension? He hasn't been winning at all. I mean... You can only take that pothead surfer gimmick so far. Nah, it's just weird because they were high on him. He was main event in Raws at one point. <laughs> you said high. You see what I did there? 
maybe it's just a product of him riding Randy's coattail. I I don't know why they soured on him so much. I never liked I, Matt Riddle. I don't know. For some reason, I got to think for people that are like legitimate badasses. I don't know he's got the laid that back gimmick, but he's a dangerous man. I can't stand a motherfucker that comes out there wrestling barefoot. I know you you said that. That's why you don't like Solo, right? Solo's all right. He's he's a little different. But like but, Sarah Logan, ugh. <laughs> Valhalla. What is going on with that? Yeah. Um, Maxine yeah. Dupree. <laughs> this is Samantha Irvin shout out. What 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 happened to the maximum male models? They're done. L.A. Knight left and Maxine Dupree left. Yeah, she like did a quiet leave though. She didn't like dump them or anything. They tried to have the one black dude during uh, commentary for a while. Remember Brock Lesnar beat his ass. Yeah, uh, Massey. Yeah, he was a commentator and he sucked. He was doing yeah, he was doing that before he was in the rebellion group or whatever they called it. And they like you said, Brock Lesnar put the beats on that boy. Yeah, and retribution or whatever they call it. But I digress. Give me give me Gunther too. Those boys' chests are going to be mincing meat after this match. WWE Women's Championship match. Oscar versus Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair. Who you got, EJ? Man, I want to love this match, mm. but I'm not feeling the buildup for it, man. And I love Bianca. Don't like Charlotte. I like Oscar. I'm not the hugest Oscar fan. And I don't know. I don't really feel this match like that. I think Oscar wins. I think they tease a cash in by EO, but I don't know if she cashes in. But give me Oscar by shenanigans. Who you got? It wouldn't make sense if Oscar won and EO cashed in on her. I do think EO's going to cash in. And with EO being a heel, I think it would make the most sense if Bianca won and EO cashed in on her. But Charlotte gets cashed in on more than anybody. And that's how they get her more reigns. I'm going to pick Asuka to retain and then EO to cash in on Asuka. I hate the fact, though, that I feel like both Money in the Bank champions are relegated to the brand that they're on. Like, EO could cash in on Rhea Ripley if she wanted to. Damon Priest could cash in on Roman if he wanted to. But they're both relegated to the brand that they're on. I don't like that. But I think Oscar wins, but at the end of the night, EO Sky is going to be your women's champion. Are, are they relegated to the brand, though? I mean, you haven't seen... Damian Priest on SmackDown and all talking about cashing in on Roman. You haven't seen the EO on Raw like threatening Rhea Ripley. They literally both stayed on their brand. Fucking Damian Priest is on NXT every week, but he don't bring his ass to SmackDown. He don't want no part of the Tribal Chief. Hey, maybe that's how they keep the element surprise alive. Not teasing in all the show. They just pop up one day. Tune in later for my uh, main event prediction. 
who did I pick? I picked the Oscar. Yeah, we both picked Oscar. World Heavyweight Championship match: Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Mm, man, people want it so bad for somebody to cash in. I don't know if that happens. This is probably the hardest match to pick because I think they want to pull the trigger on Finn to have uh, Judgment Day have all the gold. But Seth hasn't had that title for that long. Oh, man. I'll probably regret this pick, but give me Seth the win and then Damien. No, 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 no. I changed my mind. Give me, <laughs> give me, give me Finn. Give me Finn the win and then Damien the cash in on him. Oh, wow. You know, You're breaking up the judgment day. Yeah. I feel like they're going to do some type of surprise at this event. Yeah. So give me Finn. My surprise is Finn Balor wins the world heavyweight title. And? That's it. That's it. That's a surprise. <laughs> man, I was on the edge of my seat. I'm like, man, he's about to say some type of complex. <laughs> No, that's it. Finn's going to win. And um, if they want to go forward with Finn and Damien having a little bit of tension between each other because Damien's got the briefcase and Finn's got the world title, then that's what you do. But I got Finn Balor as the world heavyweight champion. Yeah, Seth, I mean, he hasn't had a long of a reign, but... He did what he needed for the title. He got it off the ground, and he's over without it. So I'm kind of, you know, hesitant because he hasn't had the title that long, but he doesn't need it. And, you know, a world title for Finn, that would be big. You know, we had the universal title for a day, and that's what you brought him for. It's been a while since he's been in the company. Finn's been in WWE since, what, 2015 or so? Mm-hmm. When he came over from New Japan, so... Finally get his payoff. He's no spring chicken. He's in his 40s as well. So Great fucking wrestler, though. I think Finn Balor, the past month, month and a half, has been doing his best work on the main roster. I really do. Yeah. And I always have recency memory or recency bias as far as, you know, when it comes to thinking about what wrestlers have done. Like, before he went back to NXT, what was Finn doing, really, now that I think about it? Hurt. I'm talking, I'm talking about storyline. Oh, he did. Was uh, the Roman match, was that before he went back to NXT or after? That was before. Uh, and he did the the demon versus Roman and, you know, whatever. Whatever happened with that. But I don't know. I just feel like he was always injured on the main roster before that. Like It was always a lot of start and stops. And he was doing the whole demon thing. I think this like deviates from that and it's actually him and I don't know I just feel like the last month month and a half like if you would ask me a month ago and you said Seth Rollins gonna defend the title against Finn Balor at SummerSlam I would automatically say Seth is gonna win the past month has convinced me that Finn Balor is gonna win the title yeah you don't know that's why I said this match was the hardest to pick because I really don't know what direction they're gonna go with but that's a good thing it's gonna be a good match too, hopefully. Because didn't they face? Didn't Seth? Who did Seth face the beat the winner? It was AJ. I thought that was gonna be more of a banger than it was, and it was okay. But I'm hoping this could exceed that match.
That's why we are tuning in though. Is that the is that the co-main event? Is, yep. Uh, ooh. That no, I think Cody and Brock is the co-main event. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Undisputed WWE Universal Championship match in a tribal combat. Jay Uso main event versus Roman Reigns. I mean, Roman. If I would have told you three years ago that the Usos would main event WrestleMania and Jay Uso in a one-on-one match would main event SummerSlam, you would have told me I was fucking crazy. If you told me this three years ago, you said, or four years ago? If I told you this a year ago. I wouldn't say you maybe WrestleMania, but not SummerSlam. I wouldn't say you're crazy. SummerSlam's because the biggest event of the year, and Jay Uso's a tag team wrestler. You you don't think him main eventing is crazy? Nah, I mean he's been the right hand man for a few years now, and just because I know the story that they had and their main it was pandemic, but he's main event pay per views during the pandemic against Roman. Exactly. If you told me this pandemic. before the bloodline, I would say yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> but it's main event Jay baby. Who you got winning? Roman. <laughs> It's time. It's time. I've been talking about this shit for years. Let's fucking go. Jay Uso, new universal heavyweight champion of the world. The tribal chief era is over. Jay's the new tribal chief. This storyline is about to pick up again. Solo's going to have to fall in line. Jimmy's going to have to fall in line. Roman's getting kicked out of the fucking family. Like, let's do this. And then on top of that, if you want it, you know what would really be a kick in the balls, though? If Jay won, took the title from Roman, and Damian Priest cashed in on him. I don't know if I would like that. That ain't going to happen on Sunday or Saturday, but I do think Damian Priest is going to be the one to take the title from Jay after a couple months. He'll cash in after Roman like kicks his ass or something like that. I got Jay Uso walking out as the champion. I don't give a fuck about Cody. Cody's my guy. I'll I take that back. I don't give a fuck about Cody being the guy to take the title from Roman. That's all everybody wants. WrestleMania 40. Cody Rhodes is going to beat Roman. They ain't even on the same fucking show. You really want Cody to win Royal Rumble two years in a row? I don't. He won the Royal Rumble. He lost. Nothing to do with Cody. This whole storyline has to do with these two motherfuckers that I'm looking at now on my screen that are in the main event. It started with them. It's going to end with them. Jay Uso is about to beat Roman Reigns. For the fucking title comes Saturday night, August 5th, at SummerSlam in front of a packed house. What happens after that? I don't give a fuck. Jay Uso is going to win the title. Hey. And if he doesn't, go back and clip this and we're going to repost it. <laughs> you, you can repost it right now. And, and my royal decree. <laughs> Jay Uso is going to win. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm. I've been on the Jay bandwagon before everybody else was. I thought way back in the pandemic when him and Roman had that first fucking match. I was like, this guy has something. And apparently WWE saw it too. And I don't know if the original plan was to make the Bloodline storyline all about Jay. But to me, Jay is the Bloodline storyline. It ain't about Roman. It ain't about Paul. It ain't about Jimmy. It ain't about Solo. It's been about Jay Uso the whole time. 
my opinion may be subject to change on this go home show um smackdown is friday but i don't know the way they ended last friday i think roman's gonna win and where the hell is jimmy at he's in the hospital he's been in the hospital for three weeks this bill gotta be tremendous I mean, they kicked the shit out of him, dog. You ain't see Roman hitting that motherfucker in the head with a title belt? I don't know. It's been a little bit too quiet on Jimmy's front. Maybe he'll come back Friday. But if he doesn't come back Friday, very suspicious. But give me the tribal chief by shenanigans. Isn't this a, isn't this a tribal combat match? Yep. What's stopping Solo from going in there and... Respect. You know, that's why Roman stopped Solo from fucking getting involved the other night. It was supposed to be respectful. I don't think Solo's allowed to get involved. It's tribal combat. We're fighting for the tribal chief. You can't have people cheating for you. What's, what's stopping Paul Heyman from getting involved? Again, tradition. I don't know. The elders. I tell you what. Yeah. I could see a situation where Jay loses... And the elders come out, and they're about to present the the tribal chief laid to Roman again, while Jay and Roman are like on the stage together. And instead of them like coming towards Roman and doing it, they turn and fucking present it to Jay. Ooh. Even in the loss, they say, you know, this motherfucker is who's leading the family, not you. Like, you cheated. Like if Solo gets involved or Paul gets involved. If the elders come out and say, you fucking cheated. Like, you disrespected the family. You disrespected the tradition. Jay's the tribal chief now. Roman's still the champ, but Jay's the tribal chief now. Ooh, that may have been the, the best idea you've had since I started the show. I mean, talk about internal struggle as far as the bloodline goes. You have one, one guy be the tribal chief and the other the champion? That would eat Roman alive. I think that would bother him more than not having the belt. Him not being the tribal chief. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like he said, if I lose the title, I'm still Roman Reigns. But not being the tribal chief? Hey, man, you cook it with fish grease, man. That'd be a hell of an idea. It's too good of an idea. Nah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, out of all the storylines in wrestling right now where everybody sits around in fantasy books, nobody's ever really right. Regardless of how they go with this storyline, I'm trusting them to keep me entertained. They've done so well with this storyline for three fucking years. I'm trusting them to keep me entertained. So, whether they do what I said or not, whether Jay wins or not, at the end of the night, I'm going to be like, let's see what happens on Friday. They've they've would gained it, that trust with me. Would it highly piss you off or slightly piss you off if Roman loses to Cody? I wouldn't be pissed per se. I'm I'm a Cody fan. I just don't think Cody has anything to do with the storyline. Like to they would have to make it make sense for me. And again, I'm trusting them to do that. But the whole reason I picked Roman over Cody at WrestleMania was because it had nothing to do with Cody. The only reason I picked Cody was just because it was too soon, him coming back from that injury. And he hadn't really had any stories outside of Seth. 
That's the reason I picked him. But I get your understanding for not picking him. But, hey, it's an alley-oop at this point. It's kind of hard to mess this story up, so. Uh, they could definitely fuck it up, but <laughs> but I'm trusting them to not fuck it up. I think at this point, the only way they can mess it up is if Vince comes back and does something outrageous. Because the story has its ups and downs, but it's always been consistently good. Mm. It hasn't been bad at any point. So if it got bad, we'd be like, all right, somebody else took over this story. Because yeah. math ain't mathing. <laughs> yep, it's had its lows for sure, but like you said, it's... It's been consistently fucking really good and intriguing and twists and turns and the little nuances that happen throughout, you know, Solo Sokoa is a star now. He don't even talk, you know, Paul Heyman does his part phenomenally. The the Usos do their part great. Roman does his part great. And the foils to the bloodline all play their part well. Sami Zayn fucking infiltrating the family was something we didn't see coming they adjusted they saw how good it was like that wasn't supposed to be a thing and they adjusted yeah. and they adapted to it and they kept going and they made it really fucking good so i'm gonna trust that whatever happens on saturday they know what they're doing but as far as i know i'm picking jay uso to win yeah. I'll, I'll do you one better i'm picking jay uso to leave SummerSlam as a tribal chief I dig it, I dig it. Man, as far as storylines in WWE history, I mean, we could go back and forth all day. Of course, the peaks of the Austin versus McMahon and NWO, they had highs of highs, but as far as length of storyline, both of those storylines were basically done after a year, after Terry messed it up and after Austin got his get back on the rock. I've never seen a storyline consistently this good for this long mm. with one guy as a champion too yeah, the, the main the, the main guy just consistently winning the title and people not rebelling again people hated John Cena because he always won Roman's always winning people boo Roman but they're not booing for like we're fucking sick of this they're booing because he's the bad guy and they don't like what he's doing to his family and their favorite people but they also cheer Roman when he comes out and says, you know, Atlanta, Georgia, acknowledge me. They wouldn't have did that for Cena. They would turn on Hogan towards the end, which is why Hogan wanted to be a bad guy. Which is why he left WWE. Because people got sick of seeing him fucking winning all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's different times. You just can't trot your babyface champion and have him beat everybody without really having a reason to do it. This old Roman storyline makes sense. Any movie you watch, the bad guy builds up his empire and it looks like he's unbeatable. Like It doesn't work the other way around, I think, in the year of 2023. So, yeah, they're just playing this story perfectly. Yep. Well, that's all I got for tonight, EJ. You got anything else you want to add before we get up out of here? Ah, that's it for me, man. Just be looking at all eyes on SummerSlam this weekend and we'll be chiming in on social media so follow us on all the social media platforms Twitter or I guess they call it X now stupid <laughs> IG all that so all do us. you do you tweet or do you X now do you retweet or do know. you re-X like <laughs> I have no clue the button I still says it. retweet when I hit it says quote tweet am I quote tweeting or am I quote Xing I don't even know if 
Elon Musk knew what he was doing when he rebranded. He just wanted to do it. Mm. No ever, no solid plan. He just said, just change it. I don't know. I don't know either. But till next week, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Enjoy all your wrestling this week. NXT's on right now. SmackDown, the go home show for SummerSlam. SummerSlam's on Saturday night along with Collision. And then Monday Night Raw, the fallout of SummerSlam will happen before we talk to you next time. Until next week, for EJ Reed, I'm Chris Rucker. This has been Boo to the Face. Peace!